Hi, this is David Yaz at the Boston Podcast Network, hoping you are staying safe and healthy during this period of precaution over the coronavirus. It's difficult to connect with your clients and contacts in a period such as this, but here we continue to produce podcasts that allow you to connect with the people that you want to reach. You've got a rapt audience like never before. People are home, they're listening, and they're waiting to hear from you. We can create a professional podcast with a quick turnaround and do the whole thing remotely so you don't have to leave your home. Get in touch with us at pod617.com. From the Pod 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is our city. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves. My name is Dave. Welcome to the Boston Podcast. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And guess what, kids? It's Thursday. And so I'm excited to report that, predictably, my partner in crime is here for Spirited Discussions. Her name is Dee. Yay! She's the girl you love to hate. No, 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 no. She's just the girl, the girl you love, you love, to, love, love. to love. She's the girl you love to love. Um, by the way, this is a Drink 2 podcast, and we had a very healthy, strong drink for drink one we did a sneaky yes. one of those sneaky strong mm-hmm. drinks yep we Snuck did right up on me and so yes I should thank be you our guest rare form <laughs> our guest bartender last week john served up go back and listen to that one if you missed it it was a tequila sangria and it mm. was just like it sounds but it doesn't taste strong it just just goes down nice and smooth and here we are now recording another one in the same block but we have perhaps an even better grander more charismatic and he's definitely got a bigger beard our guest bartender is Richard joining us Yay. in the virtual studio. Hello, Thank Richard. You. Hello. So first, Thank you for inviting me. My, our pleasure and, and good to see you. I'm told that you have a, an interesting relationship with the sea and a business that you do. And I'd love you to tell us about it because it sounds wicked cool. And also whether it's actually doing its thing now or uh, slowed by the silly pandemic thing or what? The the business is called Sandy Bay Tours and Charters, and we do guided charter tours out of Tuna Wharf in Rockport, Massachusetts, out through Sandy Bay and out toward an area called the Dry Salvages. So we get to show people harbor seals, and once in a while you get a glimpse of a whale and there's a lot of historic sites to see, historic lighthouses, things like that. There's some really great coastline. Are there shark and, attacks? Uh, <laughs> yeah, there are no shark attacks. <sighs> well, I think if there's seals, there should be shark attacks. There aren't, actually. We've never seen anything like that. Well, I'm there very are... disappointed. Could you work on that? Uh, I'll do my best. Okay. And I'm sure that you know a few that I can call. So mm. I'll, no, be, I'll be shark, shark attacks, I'll doing that. <laughs> Don't you love the theme from Joe's? I just want to be on your boat, Richard, and say, I think we need a bigger boat. (laughs) I just want to say that once in my life, please. Okay, by all means, sure, come. All right, so everybody should go and just start saying that. So, but what, uh, completely open for business now? We are completely open for business. Compared to last year, it's steady. It's not overwhelming. Uh, We operate seven days a week, weather permitting. If the seas are permitting, that's really what we're looking at. And uh, it's it's just a good time. We've never had anybody complain about it. And so boat boat is big enough. You can do the social distance thing and, you know, not worry yes. about it too much. Okay. Um, 
yeah, we have to, we can only put four people on if they're not related and then keep them, you know, separated. If they're a family, we can put six. Okay. Uh, what if they chase you, each other around the boat? I, I'm just like, if they don't know each other and then somebody tries to like lick someone else or something, what do you do? Because you're out at sea. I'm just curious. So Richard, uh, on the advice of... Don't answer that silly question. <laughs> okay. In all seriousness, Richard, where does one get a ticket for this? Uh, you can go to sandybaytoursandchargers.com. Perfect. And you can uh, obviously come to Rockport up to Tuna Wharf because we have a kiosk there and you can buy it there. Nice. Yeah. So I, I mean, I asked about social distancing, but now I'm getting a better picture of it. it. You go with people, you know, you go with people that, you know, go with your quarantine partners, go with your family. Right. If you go with your family, yeah. we can put or quarantine partners. We can put you on six at a time. There you if go. you are individual couples, I can only put two couples that don't know each other and they can. And they'll they, be distance. Got it. Okay. They'll be distanced apart. We do have all the hand sanitizers and the masks and everything that goes along with it. And you know, we run it as safely as possible. So awesome. It sounds great. You know what? At the end of it, just jump into the, just jump into the bay that, that that'll kill anything. Sure. Salt water, Absolutely. you know? Yeah. Just be careful. It's sharks. Don't do that. No, don't. Yeah. yeah. Um, Not a good idea. <laughs> I All mean, right, John Williams we... wrote the theme to Jaws with two notes. Think about it. Nah, nah, can we nah. get to it's the only drink, two notes. It's just can, a genius. Can yes. You just I love it. Control okay. yourself. Yes. All right. Drink. You got me started on the Jaws thing. I know. Sorry. All right. Yeah, Richard, tell us tell us about this um, about this concoction. I was going to make a shark joke. Like, <laughs> is he, it's the it's the uh, salty shark? No, it's not. What is I, it, Richard? I I came across this a long time ago and was very. I got interested, and the more I read about it, the more I wanted to try it. It's a Japanese whiskey. It's called Suntory whiskey. It's a toke. Toke in Japanese means time. Mm. And it's a it's a low alcohol by volume, and it's really it's really well, that's mixed. disappointing to be mixed. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> um, I'm I'm clearly a Scotch snob, so this is something new and different. I was looking mm. for something that was an alternative to vodka tonic, gin and tonic, that kind of thing, summer drink. That so that this is of, your light summer drinking is yes. still whiskey. But I'm, Jap- just, Japan- well, I'm just starting to explore it. I kind of like it, you know. And, and I'm looking at the bottle, and it's very light. So light colored, light colored. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is. It's it's um, very light gold. I've tried Japanese whiskey before, and it's not. Oh, yeah, it's, that's really amazing. I think that's racist. I'm not sure. No, it's a celebration of Japanese culture. Okay. It's probably racist. Okay. Sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, and it's not necessarily, I admit, I'm a whiskey and bourbon guy. Japanese whiskey has a, t- it's, it, to me, it tastes like half whiskey, half sake, which you wouldn't think would be that bad, but it's kind of a distinct thing. It's not necessarily my favorite. However, I'm going to go report to the bar D mm-hmm. and maybe this particular concoction okay. will strike my fancy. So just so Deal? you know, yep. in the bag over on the side is a little greater thing. Cause I believe, did you say we had to zest something? Is there zesting involved? Yes. Okay. All right. So he's over at the bar. What is the very first thing he should do, Richard? Well, if the glass is chilled. The glass is not chilled. Should we shove it in the ice tray right now? It should be chilled a bit. All right. So we're going to fill them with ice right now. Okay. Yeah, those those glasses. Yep. Are we going to use a martini strainer at all, or are we pouring directly in? What's the No, story? you don't have to. You're, you, you can use a, a jigger. We can use a jigger. Okay. 
Do you have a jigger? I like that word. Can we just keep saying jigger? You can say jigger all day. Jigger. Okay. So um, it, what are the three ingredients for this? Because there's three, right? Well, there's the, there's the Centauri whiskey. Yes. There's club soda. Whiskey, club soda, and then the zest of there's orange. Ice, and there's a zest. Now How the, important is the zest? I'm interested in the zest. Oh, the zest is very important. It's now, very this important. is interesting because my co-host you know. Dave doesn't believe in zesting, and he thinks it's all a big well, it, sham. It's not, but it's I not. do not. I think it's important. It's, it's not a twist. It's not a it, twist, Dave. It's a no, zest. It's a zest. So you really have to be generous with it when you okay. do it. All right. So how and, much you know, zest? How much zest is too much zest? Well, as a, for instance, last night I happened to just try one out mm -hmm. and I used a grapefruit yes. zest and it was quite a peel. It was probably three inches. Oh, three and inches, I, and I Dave. Put you, know, it in. you know how to measure three inches. I think you've got something you can compare that to. I don't even want to touch that line. <laughs> Well, you don't, so, you don't want it. Okay. It's Richard just said he does not want to touch that line three inches. I think orange is probably the best of the three between lemon, no, grapefruit, that's not and this. Okay. I'm, I'm going to make Z Dave come back and get on the mic because I, I tried to give him drink duty and he's failing miserably. I know how to zest. He doesn't. So tell me right. the order that things go in. All right. So you have a chilled glass. You Don't have ice. the ice preferably should not have any frost on it, but no frost on the ice. It should be clear. Okay. Clear. Ice. You, oh. the, ice should be, the, the ice should be in the glass. Okay. Now you can mix it one to three or, or two to four. Whatever okay. You what, want. which is which? Well, it's one part Centauri and three parts club soda. Okay, or two part. Okay, I got it. I can do or that. The and then way. you zest at the end. I have no and idea what's going on. You put it in and you just <laughs> take a stir and carefully stir it once. Care you stir it <laughs> once? What happens if I stir it twice? Then it becomes um, a deadly poison. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, I put in the. So there's ice in the glass or there's no ice in the glass? There is ice. In okay, the ice in the glass. I pour the whiskey. I pour mm -hmm. the um, soda water. Oh, I stir it once. It's club soda. Not club soda. Club right. Water. I have. I have club soda. Club soda. Club I. Soda. I and stir it. No, never die. Mm. No. I. I stir it once, and then I put some zesty orange on it, or I zest an orange, or you I. Know. I, I, what I've said to you is I, I usually stir it once, put the zest in there, and then give it another shot, and then that's that's Another as good shot as, of what? Another another stir. Oh, okay. I got it. All right. I'm off to do that. All right. <laughs> Go stir. Zest. She's zesting. She's stirring. I'm just confused. All right. We've got some zest happening. We've got some soda. No Get the cloak. <laughs> Why do you think it's called club soda, uh, Richard? Uh, I pose that question to you. I, you know, that's a good question, and I don't know. I, I can't imagine that it was it was invented in a club somewhere, but maybe. Well, the the comedian Mitch Hedberg had a funny bit where uh, may he rest in peace, where he said, "I wanted to order a uh, a club sandwich, but I didn't have a, I didn't have a membership or something like right. that." He told it better than I did. He was a funny man. He was. Oh, you remember Mitch Hedberg? Yeah, he's he's. Let's get kind of cult status. So as it turns out, in the 1930s, Enos Jedlik of Hungary opened a large-scale carbonated water factory, the original 
trademarked club soda was made by Cantrell and Cochrane of Dublin, Ireland in nineteen in 1877. The club refers to the Kildare Street Club in Dublin who commissioned them to produce it. That was kind of unsatisfying, but at least we got the answer. <laughs> All right, she's she's zesting. You know, okay. you're not fully clean unless you're zestfully clean. So tell me, um, uh, uh, how long is the the tour? When I say how long is the boat tour, Richard, I'm, I'm of course picturing the the three hour tour that the ill fated Gilligan's Island trip was supposed I'm to a be. Uh, D is trying to tell us she's a Marianne, not a Ginger. Well, th- you know that that question is is cliched. Everybody knows Marianne was hotter, and Ginger was just too much. But uh, how how long are how long are the the, the trips, Richard? Ninety minutes. No, okay. I'm sorry because I believe you said that earlier. We have the drink. So it looks very interesting. I'll say that. Show it to Richard and see if it looks okay. I am showing it to him. Is it too much zest, Richard? Richard? Richard looks, no. Richard's drink looks better than ours. Wait, I'll say I want to see no Richard's offense. drink. Let me see Richard's drink. You can't see it? Can't no, see it? I, he's got to say something because I can't see his. What would you like? Yeah. Change it to, I, change your thing to I'd, whatever. Okay. Oh, to, why does yours look better? It does, doesn't it? All right. Let's All right. try well, it anyway. Cheers. The proof of the pudding okay. is in the drinking. Mm-hmm. So All right, here, we, here go. we go. I think you did it wrong. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. Is it too weak? Well, I, I can't really taste the whiskey so much, but. Do you want me to put I feel bad because you tried very hard on this. It was I gave up. Let's face it. Um, do you want me to put more whiskey in yours? If you it's wouldn't mind, supposed, All right, it's supposed put- to be lighter, not heavier. So yeah, but I can't taste it like at all. So I, th- I think I right. a little. And hit he's an that. alcoholic, so hey, you know we shouldn't joke about that. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm feeling it a little bit more now. Yeah. Wait, what is this called again? Sorry. The whiskey is made by a company called Centauri. No, no, I know that. I'm sorry. Um, the the drink. It's, what do you call the it, drink? It's a highball. It's just called a highball. That is what they call it. A san- What is the the. Sakasui Highball Santa Ruiz. It is a Japanese highball. Okay, that. <laughs> I went to the University of Pennsylvania. It's an Ivy League school, by the way. Um, some people forget it's in the Ivy League. We had, One of our theme songs was called Drink a Highball. That was very snotty of you to say that. I was, it was, um, I was being ironical. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. D- tell us your thoughts on the drink. Um, it tastes very soda-y. Yeah. I like it the way it looks. Um, it's it's less whiskey, Citrusy. less whiskey-ish than I thought it was going to be, and so I can drink it, which is I think a good thing. This is the drink a highball song from mm-hmm. sung by the Glee Club at Penn. Drink a highball at nightfall. Be good fellows while you may, for tomorrow may bring sorrow. Okay, so f- the first thing is the line in the song says, so tonight let's all be gay. Can I which just was, ask you, is yes. that the school where there was all of the molestation stuff? No. It's yes. Not, wait, at Penn? Yeah, wasn't there? No, that's Penn State. Oh, oops. It, we're not Penn State. That's the other one. That's the <laughs> Jerry Sandusky one. one. Okay, right. All right. How embarrassing you would mistake <laughs> us. But it's a kind of cool tradition, drink a highball. And I never actually had drinking a highball today, but thanks to Richard, I did. The, in the song, it says, tonight let's all be gay. Which was written before the the, right. the gay war. Merry and happy, right? Let's all be. But in, I have to come clean and say, on that line, let's all be gay. We all uh, f- 
fluttered our wrists a little That's bit. That's politically incorrect. I imagine they don't do that anymore. No, right. I would think they wouldn't. But then the funny, the funny part, the, the final line of the song is, here's a toast to dear old Penn, and we would sing it at the football games, and you would bring, like, in your pocket a couple of slices of toast, and then you would chuck it on the field. Isn't that it cool? sounds like a Rocky Horror. That is the purpose yeah. of the toast. There you it go. sounds a little bit That's like Rocky t- Horror Picture Show, which I used to go to at midnight in Harvard and throw toast into I've it. never been. Yeah. 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 I did. We're two very different meatloaf again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Richard, what question do you have for us to ponder as we enjoy our highballs? Ooh, he's building up to something. In a relationship, <laughs> what, what can you never forgive? Ooh. What, what is it in your, in your relationship? That's an absolute deal breaker. What would you have to walk away from? Never turn around, never look back, never go back, never do anything. Just leave it. Now, you're talking about any type of relationship, friendship, whatever. We're not talking necessarily romantic, right? We're talking what's what's Correct. the big deal If not, breaker. Dee's going to go there anyway. So, Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, I was thinking more of a, a, a romantic relationship. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. Okay, my so. deal breakers for that are very different. Well, can we do both? Friendship ones. Yeah, can we do both? All right, we'll do both. So, Richard, what is your deal breaker for a romantic relationship and what is unforgivable in a any relationship well, he, yeah well he can just answer what he wants to answer listen it was his question in the first place you're the one that said <laughs> let's ask both all right just fuck off oh my Excuse god me. this is so a second and the show podcast. has reached a new low all right go ahead richard, richard. answer whatever the fuck you want <laughs> Do you and I like you? <laughs> you know what this is a deal breaker is this podcast? That's that's unforgivable. It's, it's sorry, definitely. I'm sorry, Richard. You go ahead. You go. Uh, I'm I'm completely lost now. <laughs> sorry, I, I would have to say that it, domestic violence would be the breaker for a, a romantic relationship. Yes, any kind, kind of, of a buzzkill. Kind of, a, it, kind of a, yeah, yeah, yeah that is a little bit of buzzkill after the highball, but and, but and, no, and, uh, what you're saying is that that I yes. mean that that's a baseline we should all believe, and and sadly in society it isn't the end of many relationships, mm. but I think we could all agree it absolutely, be. absolutely, yeah. I'm it totally on board with that, yeah. yeah. And in terms of just a regular you know relationship, a friend relationship, don't lie to me. Yeah, mm. lying's a big thing. Lie to me. If you lie to me and I catch it, and it's. It's you can't go back from that. I mean, I, I think that's really. Now, let me just, before you leave, Richard. Uh-oh, let me, let me, devil's advocate. Yeah, let me play devil's advocate. <laughs> let's because say, Dave's a liar. Let's say, <laughs> Richard, let's see. <laughs> let's say, um, oh, I, yeah, I love lying. It's so much fun. Um, so let's say, Richard, that uh, I'm making up a story here. You're having a barbecue and you invited all your friends and there's no pandemic in my hypothetical. And so everybody's coming to the barbecue. But then, you know, your good friend, uh, uh, Barney, I don't know why I just made that up. Yeah, in my hypothetical, you have a friend named Barney, and he's a good friend. But And he says uh, he's coming. Now, as it happens, Barney wakes up that day, and for whatever reason, he's, just, he's just not feeling it. He, he, um, he wants to sit home and and binge uh, Breaking Bad for the third time. It's I just what he feels like doing. I think this is something Dave is familiar with. And, he does, and you live 20 minutes away. He doesn't feel like schlepping. So what he does is he texts you and says, I just came down with a really bad sore throat. Have a good time at the barbecue. So he lied. He lied. He made up a different... So, But, but my question is, is that a lie that could actually end a relationship? 
Or is that maybe a forgivable lie? Like the guy is Why kind of a jerky just say, move. I feel like watching Breaking Bad and because he, he doesn't want to. Well, he he wants to. In, in, from Barney's point of view, he wants to spare Richard's feelings. He or doesn't want to tell Dave's him Dave's point of view. Well, what? Uh, you, okay, please tell me. Have you been invited to a barbecue recently, <laughs> Dave? Yeah, this guy named Barney. And I'm <laughs> no, no, the, the but. All right, answer a, that's the question, a white Richard. That's a white is that, lie. Is that a know. lie that counts? Is that a deal breaker? No. All right. So no, I, that's that's one of those things where you look at him and say, "You couldn't tell me that you wanted to watch Breaking Bad." I mean, right. that's hard to do. Right. So um, you're talking about like big. So, something fundamentally important, I guess, is what. Yeah. Somebody you know. who represents themselves as something that they're not. Yeah. And you believe it because you don't know that much about them. So you believe their story. Mm-hmm. You find out it's a big story and it's just, it's not worth, it's not worth pursuing. I don't really care. I don't want to know what the reason is. I don't want to hear about the fact that you might need some kind of mental help. I don't really give a damn. But if you're going to lie to me <laughs> that about is very giving of you Richard. like that, I'm not well, interested. Okay. Right. So it basically the truth will always win out with you, even if it's a difficult truth. Yeah, it will, because it's easier to remember, for one. I mean, case in point. Again, I, I, I feel like both Richard and Dave are talking from personal experience. <laughs> I know. Well, I can I, really quickly, without getting into the story, I, I knew somebody who told me that, you know, he was in the military, he was in Vietnam, he did all these things, and, and come to find out none of it was true. Wow, okay, mm. so, yeah. And that strikes having, having done that, been there, it, it, it made it to the, it got to the point where, you know what, if I was there with you, I would have shot you myself. Ooh. So yeah, yeah. No, um, no. But that—that's very aggressive. Yeah, and even though yeah, that's you even, know, Deirdre, you know, I'm not aggressive. <laughs> so even so, Can that, I just but say that's right now. But that's a good fruit she's, out of my she's chopping. She's chopping the fruit. She's turned the drink into a salad. I'm, I'm, I'm eating the fruit from last podcast, Andrea. <laughs> right. it, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get off topic. That's, that's okay. Uh, but Richard, that's a good example because yes. even though the fact that this guy wasn't in Vietnam doesn't necessarily affect your life per se, it speaks to the guy's integrity. It speaks to what that guy is all well, about. Well, and then how do you believe anything he yeah, says? Yeah, exactly. Well, it also yeah. speaks to all of the people that went before that didn't get a chance to come back. I mean, it speaks to a lot of things to me. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that's just an example. So it, it that kind of a lie to me is... That's a deal breaker. Yep. I, I get that. Good one. I, yeah. And by the way, this is, I don't think I'm being hyperbolic. This might be the best question we've ever had. This is a it, good question. It's a really good question. Yep. I'm already, my brain is spinning. Me too. I'm already, I should, I want to be making notes here. All I, right. Listen, probably, um, did you want to do your little spiel before we. Let's say, let's um, bid uh, Richard farewell okay. as, as is tradition okay. on this. Um, drink was, drink was great. It was interesting. I'm not sure if we did it right. I'm, I'm going to share the blame because I started off the, the drink. Yeah. But um, I, I might have stirred it twice. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to believe that neither one of you liked it. No, I no, actually I, I, don't mind it at all. Listen, I just think I, I stirred it more than once. All right, Deirdre, I'm going to have to make it for you so that you, okay. you can. All right. and, and David, I'll be happy to make one for you too. Cheers. Right. You're on. All You're right. on. Um, and if you ever do have a barbecue, I'm going to come. <laughs> Right, you know, and you'll know that I'm He's telling the truth. He's not going to tell you he has a sore throat because <laughs> no. you won't believe. Me. I know. Now I'm stuck. Now I have to tell yeah. the truth. Right. Now he's going to invite you to every barbecue just to see what happens. 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if I invited him? It was just me and Richard. It's like, is anybody else coming? No. No. Nope. Just want just, just to have a barbecue just with you. Just wanted to see if you'd come. Yep. Um, How do you like your hot dog? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. All right, my friend. Um, thank you so much. Actually, one more time. How, how do you, what's the easiest way to get information on the boat tours? SandyBayToursAndCharters.com. There you go. All right. Perfect. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I like being here. It's fun. Thanks. To, same. Thanks for Thank joining us. Thank you very much. All righty. Bye-bye. So, Bye-bye. Um, good guest. Mm-hmm. Again, so, uh, I mean, let's call a spade a spade. Something went awry with the drink, but we don't know I for know. sure. It's, I don't know. I don't blame you. It does. It was hard. Like, I got to tell like you, it something. tastes like sake. You were right. right. Yeah, it yeah, does yeah. taste like, it tastes sake. like sake. It tastes like the stuff the guy squirts into your mouth at the hibachi grill. I'm so glad that sentence ended the way it did because it, it, I mean, it could have gone horribly. Who wrong. knows where that was headed? No, but you yep. know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, I got, do. Like, I know exactly. Container. Yes, with the top and they goof around and they they give you a little squirt of sake. I always get a little extra. Uh, well, um, <laughs> before this disintegrates any further, yes. let me do a quick live okay. read and tell you what we do with the Boston Podcast Network Pod Six One Seven dot com. Do you want your own podcast? You should. I mean, look about look at how great this one is going. <laughs> but if you want your own podcast, perhaps to promote your business. You could be us. You could, <laughs> dare you dream, kids out there. But if you'd like to work with the Boston Podcast Network and hire us to produce your podcast, we will send you out a quality USB mic on the house, not one of those crappy ones. We've been producing podcasts remotely for a long time now. We're quite good at it. So what better way to spend the remaining months of this pandemic, hopefully not years, Go to pod617.com to get started. And by the way, if you've got a business you're looking to promote, you've got a friend who's got a business and maybe the pandemic has been a little bit of a struggle, they're looking to get the word out that they're still kicking and open for business, I'll have that person as a guest on the Boston Podcast. Just email me. No strings attached. No fee. David at pod617.com. But if you want to be a best guest bartender, I almost got through it without filming a, a, best, a best, gartender. best gartender. If you want to be the best gardener in tending to your garden, if you want to be a guest bartender on one of these installments of Spirited Discussions with, damn it, this is only the second one. I mean, the third this one's going to be not bone murder. Well the third one. D, tell people how they can be yes. a, a best gartender. <laughs> Please email us yeah. at spirited discussions with an S at yahoo.com. That's spirited discussions at yahoo.com. Let us know that you're interested. Uh, give us a feel for what you'd like to do, and we will get back to you as soon as we can. Screw you. You nailed that just to show me up. I know. I'm better than you. All right. Let's get to the question because okay. I'm excited about this. Yes. You want to go first? Or I, I, go first? I do. Go okay. For it. So here's a bunch of shit. <laughs> By the way, I, I agree with you. We have to. It's more interesting if you talk about both, yes. because in, in relationships, deal kill eh, a little bit simpler. Like he's, <laughs> he said domestic violence. It's like, well, that's I, a big deal. I but agree, I, I mean, but, socks on the floor will do it for me. Well, see, that's so, the, the gray right. areas are the more interesting right, ones. Right. So, so wait, I mean, socks on the floor. All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, it depends if they're right next to the effing hamper. Like, what is wrong with you? You can't put them in the hamper. So I will say, in <laughs> yes, people a, should be incarcerated for doing such things. Yeah. In truth, yes. right? Mm-hmm. So in a romantic relationship, for me, I, you know, honesty is incredibly important. Don't ever lie to me. Yep. I don't understand why people lie to get out of trouble because you're always in worse trouble when I find out you were lying. So I, I just want you to be honest. And, and I really do mean that. I know all women don't. I really do mean that. I'd rather hear the truth. Having said that, yep. in friendships and in relationships, 
I can forgive anything. That doesn't mean I want to continue having a relationship with you, yep. but I don't hold a grudge. I may decide our friendship doesn't work anymore. Mm -hmm. And usually that will be somewhere around honesty, but I'll tell you what is really unforgivable. Okay. Fuck with my kids. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I become an entirely different person. So if you're having some type of disagreement with me, my uh, sort of debate genes kick in and I'll be rational and we'll talk about it. We'll exchange ideas and we can agree to disagree. And I'm really good at that, mm -hmm. but hurt my children's feelings. Now, I might have done some really mean things around um, some prom snafus or some <laughs> refusing to uh, dance with my son at a dance, but I don't want to embarrass him with those because they're kind of, you know, a little more recent. Yep. But I will tell you that um, I hold this true for little kids as well. And there was a Halloween party where this nasty little girl that went to um, private school with my daughter Mm -hmm. private school that I taught at mm -hmm. um, was sitting at a table with her at a Halloween party and going on and on about her birthday party in front of my daughter, which confused my daughter. Because she, she hadn't been invited. Right. Yep. So she was talking to everybody at the table like, this is what we're going to do. So May felt bad, like, oh, mm. my God, you know, did I not know? So she said to her, I I am I invited to this party? And the girl said, no, you're not, with a big smile on her face. Oh, boy. So two minutes later, she came up to me because I was the drama teacher, and she was super happy to see me. And she said, hi, Mrs. McCarthy. And <laughs> I literally got down on her level like a crazy person, looked her right in the <laughs> eye. Now, keep in mind, they're yeah. like eight mm -hmm. at this point. And I said, I heard what you said to my daughter. <laughs> and if I were you, I would go and apologize to her. <laughs> And invite her to I the have party. a conversation right. with your mother. <laughs> and she went off and, and apologized. It's not that different to what I said, maybe to a girl at the prom. That I, so <laughs> now see, you the, know, yeah. And, and we know that on some level, that's not totally responsible behavior. Oh, to, it's irresponsible, yeah. but seriously, However, don't hurt their feelings. Yeah. Don't do anything to hurt them. I will take you down. Yeah. I mean, I think we, those think kind of things are forgivable. If you haven't seen, this will sound like a complete detour, but if you haven't seen Ricky Gervais' show on, I think it's on Netflix. Uh, have you seen this? It's called Afterlife. I love that show. Right? I've watched both, um, both series. Right. So he, he went, he wandered by the schoolyard someplace in London or whatever a couple times. And, and his he, nephew, in, right? Right. In defense yes. of his nephew, mm -hmm. because there was apparently a kid like, you know, picking on his nephew. <laughs> yes. So that's what reminded me of when yes. you, and the little kid looks at him and he, he actually calls him, this is, this, this is really dark, but he calls him a pedo. Right. Mm. And so Ricky Gervais says, I'm not a fucking pedo, you little piece of shit. And if, <laughs> if I was, I wouldn't be going after you, you fat little fuck or something <laughs> like that. It was brilliant. It was brilliant. And the poor kid was like all traumatized. Yeah, um, I just have yeah. no patience for that. Kids will be kids. Cause I think shitty kids turn into shitty adults. Yeah. So get right down on the level, look them in the eye and say, I saw what you did. Knock it off. Yeah. As long as you don't hit them. I mean, no, uh, I've how, never hit any. Well, child. that, that would be insane. But I, would, I have I given think. them but, a, an eye that absolutely terrifies them for well life. look at i mean we're you know we're, we're, we've learned that bullying is really bad so but i can do, forgive anybody in my life like you can hurt me i'm all right I, i'm I'll, I'll bounce back but don't hurt my child okay so you have good answers so may i offer some answers yes are yours okay. going to be bad please let them be bad 
Please let them be shallow. Well, they're awful. always a, a pale, pale in comparison <laughs> to your expertise and your acumen and your brilliance. Yes. But so what, what would, okay. So I'll, first of all, just off the top of my head, I'll throw out one that we haven't talked about yet. And that's um, out of the blue racism. <laughs> so, oh, so yeah, is that a good one? Yes. Yeah. Like when you hear somebody say something that you're like, Oh, I didn't know you were a horrible person. Yes. Right. So we, I knew this woman as um, the girlfriend of one of my friends. This is way back in my twenties. I'm not even really mm-hmm. close with these people anymore, but, but, and my wife at the time was there. And this woman says to my wife, just in really light conversation, Oh my God, I've been working so hard. I've been working like an N word. I've been working like an, she says mm. this, I'm not going to say the word because mm-hmm. it's a good habit to, to never to say, not it. say that <laughs> to word. never say it, right. but that's what she said. And I didn't hear it, but you know, Annie told me about it later and she said, that's what she said. And I said, she said, what? And mm-hmm. she said it really blase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and immediately my opinion of this person changed. I never oh, yeah. thought of them the same way again. Yeah. You just can't. I mean, you Isn't can't. that weird? Well, yeah. and I, I, mean, I feel like, I mean, that... without getting into incredibly political stuff, that right. these days it's like I feel like I'm being um, it, <laughs> shown all the time. Oh, I had no idea you were a complete and right, utter right. horrible human oh, being. Oh, so you were racist. Right. Yeah, okay. So good to know. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I like to think I can forgive most stuff because I have some friends who I know lie to me <laughs> or, or they're just kind of, they can't help themselves. Like they'll be like this guy who I know, he's a narcissist. Now the, on the plus side, he organizes things for people to get together. But on the down, on the minus side, he'll, he'll do, he'll pull shit. Like it's relatively harmless stuff, but it's like, no, we're going to uh Strega. Everybody wants to go there. Well, are you sure everybody wants to go there? Cause we went there last time. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, no, I asked so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. They all said they want to go to Strega and I know he's lying. I know. Yeah. He's lying. But you know what? Life's too short. I don't have time. You know, you know, I'm sure we'll be fine. So I feel I, like that's called enabling. We do enable this guy. We do enable Mm -hmm. this guy. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. In the same way. Are you doing the world, uh, you know, a disservice? As long as it's stuff like what restaurant we're going to, it's okay. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I, it's, you know, it's like, um, Hyman Roth said in the Godfather, you know, your, Mm. your father. No, no, it was about Hyman Roth. You father knew. Uh, how can I screw up a Godfather line? What you're talking about? Yes, he says it's a famous I think line. We he need says, a "Oh, it was Frankie Pantangeli." Oh. Now, yeah, we need a we need a bigger boat. Yes, it was Richard Dreyfus on the boat. No, it was Frankie Pantangeli who said. He said, "Your father, he knew Hyman Roth. He did business with Hyman Roth, but he never trusted Hyman Roth." And so that's why people like that. So you don't I keep, trust Hyman I will Roth? keep them. It, <laughs> Is that what it comes down to? I'm saying I can keep people in my life that I won't trust okay. to pull me out of a foxhole. So basically you're shallow. No, I'm saying people, people, <laughs> I'm saying life is nuanced. A lot of people have good qualities okay. and bad qualities. You so can have both. Here's one of my bad qualities. You ready? Yes. As a communications teacher, mm-hmm. I teach people how to use the most concrete communication so that there's no misunderstanding. Right. Unfortunately, in everyday life, mm-hmm. that leads to all kinds of comments that are straightforward and concrete. Oh, that and people, blunt. Yes, oh, boy. and be, no filter. And people well, don't this is we're now we're getting like to that. the heart of the argument because right. sometimes you lie to spare people's feelings. I don't. 
Oh boy. I really don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't try to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm I'm very um I'm very concrete, right? So like when I w- when I used to be dating yes. in the dating world mm-hmm. and somebody would say, you know, I would say I don't I don't think it's going to work out and they go, "Why?" And you tell them, "Okay, do do you really want to know?" Yes. I would ask first because I I'm going to tell you. <laughs> And they'd be, and I don't know what they. Think if it were me, I think I would be a chicken. I'd be I, like, no. I, yeah, they'd you know, be like, yeah, know, no, I really want to know, and I'd be yeah. like, okay, well, you never ask me anything about me, and I know every single thing about your life. And see, that's um, a good so one. You though. should probably, yep. uh, you know, listen yep. as much as you speak. Mm-hmm. You know, or something like that. Or yep. you're wearing really ugly chinos. It depends on who it was. But That's I would be unforgivable. I know, right? Yeah. With pleats? I mean, what are they thinking? <laughs> anyway. I mean, the original question was what's unforgivable? You it you've pleated said, you chinos. Said, no, I think okay. I think no, what we've come down you to You said lying, I said racism, both bad. And fucking with my kids. And fucking with your kids. It's don't it's huge. hurt them ever. Because that's You're right. That's a good deal killer. The like, only other one I could think of it, that would rise to this level. I mean, other than the obvious ones, like like stealing money or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, going behind your back. I think I've had a friend go behind my back and just kind of tell talk shit about me behind my back. Mm-hmm. And and it's um, was it legitimate? Uh, he might have. This guy might have <laughs> been telling the truth. <laughs> But it was no, no. Like, okay. but, but he's tell he's sharing things with others that um, that were shared in confidence to him, and yeah. and um, and he knew it. He yeah, definitely knew it. And and cool. it was one of those things he couldn't help it, and he starts blabbing to like his wife and his wife's friend, and All that's right, not so your I'm business. I'm going to tell you a, a caveat. Is okay. that the right word? I actually yeah. pronounced that correctly. That's correct. Caveat. I didn't know you spoke French. Yeah. Oh, we were. Um, so whenever you tell somebody something, and I can't remember where I read this or who, who said this, but it's very accurate. Always assume they're going to tell their spouse. Don't ever tell anybody anything that you're not okay with them telling their spouse. Because yeah, they're going you, to. No, you're right. They're you're absolutely right. going to. Telling everybody else, not so cool. But they will tell their spouse, and, and you just have to expect that. You're right. You're right. Well, no, no, you have to. And if you don't want their spouse to know, then don't tell them because even if they tell you, they're not going to really. If you have a friend, let's say, okay, so purely, purely hypothetical. Okay, Okay, I'm making this shit up, so don't anybody get the wrong idea. But let's say, let's say you had a very good female friend named Mm -hmm. uh, Sally. Why do I always pick stupid names? Can I say that I hate somebody named Sally? So can you check just Um, a different name? Shirley Laverne. Uh, Shirley. Okay. I don't know any Shirley. Okay. Shirley. So, Shirley. So you talk with Shirley, very close yes. friend of yours. And one day this thing happens that has never happened. You actually cheat on your significant other. This is a hypothetical world, hypothetical world, but it's, <laughs> it's, 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 no, I'm saying I don't want okay. anybody. All right. I, that's why I didn't even say you cheat on your husband. Okay. I realize you're married in real life. This is yes. hypothetical world. Okay. I'm you're dating, you're, fool. you're dating this guy just named Ken. Fucking around. Yes. No, stop. Like okay. you, you just had a moment I'm in with, love. am I in love with you're, Ken? You're, Yes, but okay. you, but but your dentist um, and you dentist just had a moment. Ken? No, what, no, no. Was you're, I in the dentist chair? No, will you follow along? All right, sorry. You're dating Ken. I'm dating Ken. The dentist is the dentist from the Brady Bunch that Marsha had the crush on. Oh, well. He was very handsome. He was. Yeah. And so in a moment of weakness, you fooled around with the doctor. Anyway, I'm trying to get to a somewhat serious point here. You confide to Shirley. Mm-hmm. I can't believe this. Please don't tell anybody. No, no, no. Of course not. Now, is she? I, I expect she's going to. You tell her do. Husband. I really do. 
but and maybe you, that's the female. In but me. here's the problem. Like, but what if the 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 dude has loose lips well, and he tells I the boys better, at the gym? I better <laughs> trust the husband as well, and that would be Ooh, part that, of my. You're going that, down a dangerous road, aren't you? I'm just telling you. I always know. expect the spouse to tell their spouse. On some level, I completely agree with you. But, and if but, they but, they're lying if they say they didn't. Yeah. Or they have a bad marriage. Yeah. No, I guess you're right. So, I guess I guess the, the, the only thing I'm is... I'm not even married to you and I tell you everything. No, so... <laughs> Usually on this podcast. I know. Which, as like long as on no one... Air, else, okay, so. so everyone who's listening, mm-hmm. okay, keep this all to yourself. Okay, we can <laughs> count on anyone. you, right? We can count right? on oh, you. Oh, I trust them all. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think we've covered it. We Perfect. have to grade the drink. Um, I'm going to give it a two. Oh, boy. <laughs> You're mean. But well, I, we just I'm talked about my, you being direct. I'm giving myself a two. I think I like the glass, though. I'll give it a three because I like the glass. I was the which number I bought. The number <laughs> in my head was four because it gets points for degree of difficulty. You know, it's it's an right. unusual drink. Yes. And you took all that time zesting the lemon or orange or whatever the it hell looks that like thing pee. was. It looks like a urine sample. It doesn't taste very good, but on the plus side, it looks like pee. So. <laughs> You listen, they can all be masterpieces. There's only one Mona Lisa. So we hope you enjoyed Spirited Discussions. Do you remind people once again where they can email us? Please, please email us at spirituddiscussions at yahoo.com and let us know that you would like to be a guest bartender and we will be thrilled we'll to We'll be you thrilled. On. Don't give us pee. No, Don't, I'm just kidding. No thanks, to, thanks to Richard because he, he... Okay, so, you know, highs and lows. Right. The drink wasn't the greatest. But Richard was amazing. The Richard, the question yes. might have been the best question we ever got. And so, he, good on you. he gives boat tours. And he gives boat tours. Right. And so, check those out. And if you like this podcast, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you want your own podcast, go to pod617.com. On behalf of D, my partner in crime, hope you enjoyed Spirited Discussions. And um, how do I sign off? I'm just a guy from Boston. He's just a gal from Boston. If you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Drink up, everybody. Enjoy. Cheers. Cheers.